What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Made for More Consulting Podcast. My name is Mario. Uh, just glad you're with us. Uh, Adina, welcome back. I'm so glad to be here. Tiana's here. My wife, Jamie's here. Um, we are on episode 35. We are still on our book, Atomic Habits. And I don't mean still as in it's a long book. I'm just saying still as in we're discussing some, some good stuff. Episode 35, Atomic Habits by James Clear. And, um, yeah, we, we are discussing right now, right in the middle of the four laws of how to create atomic habits. And yep. so the um, first one was make it obvious. The second one we discussed last week, which was make it attractive. This week is make it easy. And next week will be make it satisfying. So one of the things to keep in mind, if you're just now joining us, uh, we don't read the entire book and we're discussing a book like this. We're just picking out the highlights that we can learn from we can challenge each other from and then if this is your first time listening you should always go back and listen to episode one yeah so last month we had 10 episode 10 people 10 new listeners last month last month so today's september 1st we record on wednesday and uh did those 10 people listen to episode one uh yeah yeah and they went all the way through Good. so last month was our our busiest month good our busiest whatever most downloaded month we, you and, I, we, uh, you yeah. say that every single month yeah, it's good and i feel like every single month you're like this month was our most downloaded awesome. month i'm like well yeah. yes that of course it is yes yeah and so uh i heard from a couple people saying this last episode your mic was kind of muted i know it, it, it wasn't muted it was just not on or something i don't know I don't know what happened. I didn't. I'm gonna believe the best <laughs> in you. <laughs> I didn't purposely mute you, so um, we're paying attention to the mic levels right now, and and you seem to be. I, I feel like it's fine. Yeah, it's good to go. Um, so, yeah. Section if, three. Yeah, section three. If you haven't, uh, if this is your first episode again, Adina said go back and listen okay. to the first one, but also listen to episodes thirty three, thirty four, and mm -hmm. thirty five because that's where we start this book. So here we go. Keep in mind, we're not reading the same book. I mean, the whole book, but section three, make it easy. Chapter 11 is called walk slowly, but never backwards. So I like this chapter because he talks about the age old question of how long does it take to create a habit? You and I probably heard 21 days. Well, I was like, I feel like month. it's like 30 days. Dude. Yes. There's always every expert yeah. believes that there is like <laughs> a certain amount of time yes. that you build a habit. And what he says, we won't tell him yet, but what he says makes sense to go. I think that's it. That's the answer. I don't care if they're experts or whatever. Um, I don't think it's daily. I don't think it's about daily stuff, but we'll, we'll wait and give them the answer at the end of this uh, chapter. So he quickly jumps into a very helpful couple of words and it's challenging because I believe most people get stuck here and the words are action and motion. Those two words when creating a habit. Yeah, he says when you're in motion, you're planning and strategizing and learning. Action on the other hand is the type of behavior that will deliver an outcome. Yeah, there's a few words like when someone says, I think I'm gonna do this. Don't say think, just go do it, right? So, and don't you dare say the word try. Yeah, exactly. Right. Worst word. So action and motion, he's saying the same thing. You can say, well, being in motion is just saying, I, I need to plan this. I need to plan that. Action is saying, hey, you're actually doing it. Well, so, I think a lot of people get stuck in motion mm -hmm. and they don't have any action behind it. There's yep. lots of planning. You know, I think about, oh, yeah. um, it's, well, yeah. 
it's just the way that it is. You get stuck in this motion, but there's no real action behind it. Yeah, and I think uh, General Patton is the one that said uh, a, a good plan now is better than a perfect plan later, meaning just just start moving, right. start going. Action, Go, yeah. take some action. Yeah, and I think for me, um, I think I, I, I think things have to be perfect, and they don't. You just got to start moving and rolling mm-hmm. with things and, and then start you know making things better as you start creating things. So... I put as a team player leader, this can be frustrating to those around us because if we don't move, you're frustrating the people around you and maybe they're ready to move and you're stuck. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I think sometimes you get a false sense of like you're doing something because mm-hmm. you're planning and you're you're making a plan yeah. and you feel like you're moving forward. Yep. Like, I mean, if you want to talk about made for more, I feel like, yeah, that was, you were spent a lot of time planning and preparing and having a strategy but it was hard to make that switch. Yeah, into, now realizing that's where I'm at again is we have some great ideas, but we haven't moved on them. Right. So we just got to go. You just got to go, yep. which is exactly what he's saying. And I think going back to the leadership side of it is if you and I are on a team where a leader is maybe stuck in action or in motion, it's easy to frustrate your team, right? Mm-hmm. But even if you're a leader and your team is motion and not action, you again, it's frustrating, frustrating there, right? Yeah. So you got to be you, there. There has to be some kind of uh, like a balance, a balance, and some some check ins. Like, hey, where are you going? Where are you moving? So if you keep reading, uh, let's keep going on these two words. Motion makes you feel like you're getting things done, but really you're just preparing to get something done. You don't want to merely be planning; you want to be practicing. The key is to start with repetition, not perfection. Yeah, I keep thinking about. Um, just again practice 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 baseball or football for me it was in football in high school where we get it was the same play over and over again you're getting reps in is what they call it why because you want to be you want it to become a habit so when you hear something you do it when you hear this word you run this play so you're getting reps in it's about practice it's about repetition so um but how does that play out in life so if i'm on a team and we're trying to stay in motion I mean, I guess if you come into a meeting, run the meeting the same way where it's active and it's not in motion. Yeah. Well, if you came in and said, I have this really great idea. I want to bring this new product to this business. Mm -hmm. And they said, great, like, let's do it. And then for the next six weeks, you're researching it, bringing up a plan, talking about where you're going to put it in the store, you know, like you're, you've gathered all the facts, but you haven't actually done anything to bring it in the store. The, the people like your team and maybe your, your boss or your leader, that would be really frustrating. Yeah. Like while somebody else is creating the same product and put it right. Like, let's go. You said you wanted to bring this in. Yeah, that's good. Order it and move. Yeah, so if you're on a team, come in and make sure your team knows what their role is so you can get moving. Like, hey, you're the whatever, the marketing director. You're the graphics design person. So everybody goes, okay, I got that. You are, they already know their routine and they know their the habit has come in. Hey, here's the plan. Let's roll. And I think sometimes, I think fear a lot of times gets in the way or like insecurity. Yep. Mm-hmm. But that's why you need the habit of you have to take the action. Yeah. So he goes on to talk about what happens in the brain, like physically when you repeat a process. So there's an actual physical change. I know you and I talk about all the dopamine things and it's, it's in almost every book we covered. So you want to read that? Like the muscles of the body responding to regular weight training, particular regions of the brain adapt as they are used and atrophy as they are abandoned. 
so again, something physically happens when we're doing something over and over and over again, the, the brain re- begins to respond to it going, okay, when you're in this situation, this is what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And again, over and over and over again. Um, like, yeah, just remember that your brain is doing something like waking up early. 70. Right. I don't know what day I'm in. 76, 70. No, I'm on like say 79 or 80 of doing two workouts a day. But like this morning, I didn't want to wake up. I got like four hours of sleep, five hours of sleep. And I I needed more, but my body was already going no. And what my brain tells me is you're going to regret this at the very end of the day. And I hate that feeling. So I'm in the habit of going question where you're at and keep going. So, um, but this is where it leads us into talking about how many days does it, does it take to create a habit? Yep. Um, so did you ever believe the hype on this? I mean, I don't care if you do. Uh, yeah. I'm just curious. I, I mean, I, I, do you think it's still, valid? I, I, I feel like you have to do it. I don't know if there's like a certain number of days, but I feel like you have to do it like over and over and over and over again for it to really be a yes. habit and not just a choice that you're making. Yeah, so it becomes na- a, a natural habit. So here's what he says. Do you want me to read it or you got it? Habits are, f- that one, habits yep. form based on frequency, not time. What people should really be asking is how many does it take to form a new habit? That is, how many repetitions are required to make a habit automatic? So I think, so he's saying frequency is key, whether that's two, I mean, it's two or 235 times. I wonder if that's based on like, you're, you're different than me in a, in a different way. So if it's, if it was art, artistic, if it was sports, if it was business related, learning something that's in your wheelhouse, probably, you, you probably can pick it up quicker. Whereas I'd have to practice some over and over and over again. Right. Well, I think developing a habit and obtaining a skill are two different things. That's true. You know, so a habit is like just something that you maybe wake up early, work, you know, work out whatever, Mm. whatever the habit is. It may even be the way that you prepare something or I mean, I feel like habits all around hygiene, taking a shower, brushing your teeth. But for kids, that's what you do. You know, you build that habit in there where it just makes just part of their day. Yeah, we call it a routine here. And last mm-hmm. week we started something because it got frustrating going to school and them not being ready. So I said, hey, tonight you're going to write your own routine out of getting your bag ready, getting your lunchbox out, getting all that ready for the morning. And what my daughter said the next day was keys. Allie, Allie said, uh, hey, it feels good to wake up and get and have all my stuff ready. There you go. Feels now good to wake up and be it. prepared. Yeah. And again, I think the whole thing when he talks about the brain, um, he talks about it, learning an instrument. I think mm-hmm. that's another key thing is, um, do you play any instruments? No, I don't play an instrument. You've never played an instrument in your no, life? No, not one. I picked up the guitar and learned all. I mean, that was something I said, hey, I'm going to pick up the guitar. I'm going to learn by myself. I don't need Wait, does like me. rock band count? Because I could play no. a mean well, rock I mean, band like a million years ago. <laughs> but if you're I'm playing the same song over and over again, you're learning good. how to play it. Yeah. Yeah, I could do it. I taught myself how to play the guitar, but yes, that's what nope. he's saying. It's repetitious, yeah. repetitious, repetitious. And I think of those guitarists that just can kill it. So. Well, anybody that has that kind of gift, they have practiced over and over again. But they've made it a habit because when yes. they say, hey, we're playing Inner Sandman, that guitarist goes, I got this. I know what it right. is. And it just instantly. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I told the guys that are, so every now and then I get to do a welcome at our church. And I told the band, I said, hey, if 
if when my time is to come out and talk, if you could play Inner Sandman, wow, that would be so amazing. That would be great. And we have, you know, they, I'm gonna we play need, rock and roll. So I'm going to need that on video. They, uh, you have a guitarist that could make that happen. I have two of them. And when they, when I said Inner Sandman and then they start playing it, no sheet music or anything, I go, that means they practice this song over and over yes. again. And for me, it's Nothing Else Matters by Metallica because when I was in high school, we played that song over and over again, and it was built in my brain. The minute I get my guitar, you can I know that. I can strum that and do that. So anyways, repetitious, repetitious, repetitious. So if you're trying to learn a habit, and it's an atomic habit that's going to help you in the long run, please, again, he's saying, how many times are you practicing it? So that might be an action step. I don't know. I have two of them written down already, but that might just be, hey, mm-hmm. what are you doing over and over and over again? What are your repetitious uh, habits that you're doing? So that was chapter 11 chapter 12 is called the law of least effort and i put in one word that comes to mind is simplify Simplify. well it all goes back to make it easy yeah keep it simple right yep it's the second law of uh, combat when jocko's is one is teamwork number two is just keep it simple people say keep it simple stupid but i take out stupid because some people get offended yeah i understand um so yeah in a nutshell the quicker you can can build a habit out of out of it being simple we'll do this over and over and over again it creates momentum but if it's too blurred or it's tough to start guess what you're never going to do that again yep. um like eating good i don't care um, that habit's not there for me yet now last week when he said if you could create the environment of fruit on the table things right. like that well that's what it was saying like if it if it's not easy for you to eat good if you don't have those things available if you haven't like that's why meal prepping is always so important if you're trying to eat good cuz then you've prepared and it's very simple yes. to have that habit. You're creating that habit of making mm-hmm. it simple. Yeah, and I don't do that. I just want to go eat. It's just not important. I had to french you. toast for lunch today. That sounds delicious. French toast and uh raspberry like uh some kind of Compact. raspberry I don't know what it's called and syrup. Raspberry compote. A bowl of potatoes and mm-hmm. sounds like links. I know exactly where you went first. Where'd I go? First watch. Yes. <laughs> and I had their million dollar bacon with Mark. Yeah. I've never like, had that. Wow. Sounds like you went to first so watch. So anyways. It was I'm the, it was hungry. the French toast with the raspberries. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm glad that y'all both know. My wife I text my wife, Hey, how's it going today? Good. I said, Yeah, we just got back from first watch. She said, Y'all suck. So and then we were checking out, and Mark goes, man. And this is what he said. He goes, we can't make this habit. I said, what? He goes, dude, we got to pack our lunch, man. I said, why? Are we going to get fat? He goes, no, dude, we're going to break the bank. I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't really care. Uh, but anyways, so we, I think we, this is where, where I'm going to strike a chord with me when we start talking about this. We we all want the path of least resistance in yes. life. And that's just a fact. He, I mean, he talks about our, anyone, any human being wants the path of least resistance. Um and uh but we can create that we can create that with difficult habits so the habit might be difficult but if you create the create a a least resistance path then you can be pick up on this habit easier which is keeping it simple so you want to read that i know you said this earlier but energy is precious the brain is wired to conserve it whenever possible so this is i I almost cussed just now i was going to say this is this is where we got the where the people right now that are listening that are just lazy butts i was about to say something else i can't stand the path of least resistance when you're going into a parking lot and there's one person all the way at the front with their signal light on waiting for somebody that's don't still undoing started. their groceries don't get me started. and they just want the freaking first don't get me started path of least resistance wait and then they park there right yeah uh-huh. 
they come out with their buggy and you see them put the buggy on the dang grass because mm-hmm. they can't walk five yards to go put it up. This is what I don't understand. This is totally a side note. It's like when you're going to go to the grocery store or to Target or yeah. the mall, you are going to walk around. Yeah. Like forever. Yeah. But you can't walk seven more car lengths. Yeah. Away. Hey, I want to get in shape, but I want the first parking spot That's and so I don't annoying. want to put the dang buggies back. So I'm going to make someone else work harder when they come out and you're going to say, oh, that's just their job. No. No. Yeah. Well, the buggy Anyways, thing, I think that's just you being a jerk. Energy is precious is what we're saying. And so our, that's why you get the temptation to take the the shortcut, right? Because your, your mind's thinking path of least resistance. Um. Anyways, in a sense, every habit is just an obstacle to getting what you really want. The greater the obstacle that is, the more difficult the habit, the more friction there is between you and your desired end state. That is why it is crucial to make your habits so easy that you'll do them even when you don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. So the greater the habit, the greater the friction. Well, I think that that's one of those things that is if, like they talk about like working out, putting your clothes out, you know, if whatever it is, Mm -hmm. if the easier the easy the easier that you can make it mm-hmm. you're gonna stick with it and it's gonna be so much easier even if it's eating good you yeah. know put your stuff out the night before all know, the, the meal what, prep like you said whatever yeah. it is but yeah. i think that that goes for any like self-improvement habit whether it's reading getting up early you know maybe it's even be having an intentional conversation every night before you go to bed or yeah whatever get in the habit of that mm-hmm. so if you're a leader right now and you are not keeping it simple with your staff or team, whether it's, again, systems and processes. What if there's way too many and you're wondering why in the world won't they do what I said or why don't we have it? Why aren't they operating off other standard operating procedures? Well, check and see if it's too much to read. Mm-hmm. Is it not simple? Mm-hmm. Why are they not falling back on it? Probably it because sense? of the system. Because we've always said they're not bad people. Mm-hmm. It's the bad it's system, the system, right? So uh, he goes on to talk about environment and how that can keep, uh, for making new habits. And this is the last note I have on this chapter. It says habits are easier to build when they fit into the flow of your life. Too often we start habits in high friction environments. The central idea is to create an environment where doing the right thing is as easy as possible. Tell me that is not true for children. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think yeah. we, I think we forget about environment. Like for ourselves as well. For sure. But, you know, I think that it's a reminder is that he's not saying that like starting a new habit is easier. No. It's, it's easy. It, because when you read this book or these chapters, he's like, well, just make it simple. Yeah. Just make it attractive. Like yeah. it's so easy. But it is still difficult. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to give you like the, the tips along the way yeah. to help you be successful. And I but think it's when, still yeah. up to you. Yeah. And I think when we think of habits, we think that. Again, when someone says, I want to create the habit of walking every day or working out, I think our minds automatically go to, it's going to be tough, which it is, but we don't think about the process of making it easy because mm-hmm. we think that working out has to be tough or eating. For me, again, I think of all the sweets that I eat. Well, there's alternates to sweetness. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go get natural sweet crap, but right. I don't think through it. Sometimes it's just a choice. There you go. But I just don't want to. That's a whole other topic of conversation. <laughs> so he said he talks about removing the attention by helping yourself with your environment. Yeah. 
And so that's Again. kind of what he wraps up with. Like we talked about workout clothes, meal prep, yeah. things like that. So, so far walk slowly, but never backwards. Again, it's action and motion. And then this past chapter, we just talked about the law of least effort. Uh, you know, keep it simple, make it easy to, to start working on that routine of the habit. It's not going to be easy, but work on that routine, work on the system. Um, and so chapter 13, there's two more chapters left. Chapter 13, there's not really many notes, but I know we, we can talk about mm-hmm. that. But chapter 13 says how to stop procrastinating by using the two-minute rule. So in this chapter, he introduces a rule that helps us begin to think about our new habits, um, our new habits small, you know, and then practice them, start small. And he says they begin to build bigger ones. And then he gives us the two-minute rule, which is when you start a new habit, it should take less than two minutes to do so. So this is where he talked about there was a guy that wanted to start going to the gym. Yeah. And he would go to the gym and he would work out for five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. I'm thinking that is ridiculous. I didn't want to get in the car and drive there to oh work out for gosh. five minutes. But yeah. once he got that habit of working out for five minutes, yeah. then he was like, well, if I'm already here for five minutes, I might as well. But he created the habit first. Yep. Of showing up. Of right? showing up. It was just, it's going to show up and I'm going to be at the gym for five minutes. Yeah, because that's when he said the key to that whole habit of working out was him getting in the car and going. Yes. Yes. The habit's going to start. That was the key part of that habit. And it wasn't hard because he was only working Mm -hmm. out for five minutes. So it was was easy and it was fast. Yeah. And then he built the habit and then he started working out. It's the compound interest thing that we've talked about before. It's just like the snowball effect. Yep. So if you start with five minutes and you go, oh, you know what? I can do 10, 15. Mm-hmm. It's like the couch to 5K, 5K thing. Yeah. Before you know it, you're running and running and running. And yeah. then you go, hey, I can run more. That's a little bit more. at a time. Yeah. Well, and I love that he, it seems so basic, but talked about like, don't try to say I'm going to read for 30 minutes a day or I'm mm-hmm. going to read. It was read a page. Like, yeah. make it something that you're like, dang, that was so easy. Yeah. And your mind's saying, go more. So that mm-hmm. way... You're building yes. the habit. And he says, don't go past two minutes or two and a yes. half. Yeah, stop at two minutes because you want your mind to start going, I can't wait to get back to that yes. book. Or, hey, I walked to the end of the street. Wow, that's a victory. And then dopamine, all this stuff plays in a role in it. And so instead of running three miles, hey, just tie your running shoes. Mm-hmm. Put okay. them on time. <laughs> I'm all like, I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to walk out the front door and be like, yep, yep. I ran today. Yeah. Every single day. <laughs> uh, start small, but do something that takes less than two minutes and it sets you up for success. That's what we're just saying. Mm-hmm. And he says, as you as you master the art of showing up, the first two minutes simply become a ritual at the beginning of a larger routine. So basically just show up, get past the hard part in the two minutes or less, but keep it simple and continue to practice that over and over and over again. Two minute rule. That's interesting. I think I, I think I would feel silly if I got up every day for, you know, two weeks and just put my shoes on and walk to like the end of my driveway, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. Like, okay. Yeah. I think, um, this is part of that. When he talks about the very beginning of the book, when he says you're one degree off, like just, Mm -hmm. just change one degree. Right. Yeah. So two minutes is not that much. That might be the one degree of the 24 hours. You're, you're, you're changing the trajectory of where you're going to go. Right. Um, so and yeah, it, it's like the compound interest because then you're going to, you're going to be able to walk further because mm-hmm. you're going to want that more of that dopamine hit as you increase your, yes your time. So yeah. And as a team leader or as a part of a team, I think it's like when, um, you can't, they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Let's say you have a staff that is 
a new leader, old staff, that new leader can't just come in changing everything. Mm-hmm. It's going to take one degree at a time. And that one degree may be one week. It may be once a month, but you got to make progress. And because mm-hmm. if, if you just become their friends and you don't change anything, then you're going to be the, the boss that never changed anything. So, or the yeah. leader. Well, and I think that the two minute rule that helps you make sure that you're staying you're having action that you're not just having mm-hmm. that mode that that motion that you're putting an action behind it yep agreed so again that's simple chapter stop procrastinating by using the two minute rule um and that i mean i don't know what i put on the uh, action steps but again it, it, that that's another thing to ask yourself what what can i do in two minutes or less that mm-hmm. is going to get me to the goal that i need to get to uh, it's just, and he talks about it being a gateway, the two minute being a gateway. So if it's a gateway drug, um, you know, people say that certain drugs are gateway drugs to start mm-hmm. go down certain things. It's the same thing with a habit. Two minutes is a gateway to starting something bigger and better. That's good. So chapter 14, how to make good habits inevitable and bad habits impossible. <clears throat> this is the last uh, chapter of this section of keep making it easy. So after each section, here's what I'm learning is after each section, he's writing at the end of each section, he's writing the last chapter to be the inversion of the whole law. So this, mm-hmm. this law is make it easy. So the inversion is how do you, how, how do you make it difficult? Like, how do you make it difficult to stop a bad habit? Right. Mm-hmm. And then put all these obstacles. So he says, sometimes success is less about making good habits easy and more about making bad habits hard. Make your bad habits Make your bad habits more difficult by creating what psychologists call a commitment device. So. Yes. Yeah, so, well, I was like commitment devices are useful because they enable you to take advantage of good intentions before you fall victim to temptation. Commitment devices increase the odds that you'll do the right thing in the future by making bad habits difficult in the present. And I think, again, he the, the examples are. Um, like if I want to get in shape, well, pay for the class before you show up because you know you have to get there. Yes. So you're taking out the fact that, hey, it's already paid for. You're not and, giving yourself an out. Yeah, exactly. So if I want to start a business, is what he said, and you're excited about a business plan, we'll call a mentor and schedule a time and say, hey, I'm going to pay you for this time, and here's 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 my payment. Well, you got to show up because if not, you just paid for nothing. Yes. So take the out. Well, yeah, make it. Yes, we're going to take yes. it out. Take your take your out off the table yeah what I'm, I'm trying to think of another um don't don't allow yourself to fall the victim of temptation not without following through and i think for me that was the word ownership just take make make yourself take ownership of these commitments um yeah so he and then he goes on to and this is what's interesting he goes on to start talking about um the things that you can make easy in your life to help build these habits and he starts talking about automating things and when we do that, our time is freed up to do more productive things. So he starts talking about automating things in your life. Yes. And then he talks about this this whole statement. When you automate as much of your life as possible, you can spend your effort on the tasks machines cannot yet do. Each habit that we hand over to the authority of technology frees up time and energy to pour into the next stage of growth. Again, the next stage of growth. That's a key thing. So uh, what do you automate? What areas of your life do you automate? Everything. No, I mean, so we we automate like all of our bills. There's not one bill that we have to, and we have done that for years. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, I like 
yeah, I don't know, groceries. Like I have I have my toilet paper on order every three months. Darren is like, I think we have more toilet paper we need. And I was like, it just comes every three months. That's like, crazy. Yes. There we will never be out of toilet paper in our house. Wow. But um but I try to do as much of that stuff as I can, you know, hmm. because it's I, I mean, I hadn't thought about it that it frees up more time for growth. I just know if those if those tools are available, why not use them? It's so much easier. Okay. Because those other things are out of sight, out of mind, right? Yeah. And now, I mean, now I don't ever have to go buy toilet paper or paper <laughs> towels or, I mean, like it just, when all of that just happens, it just, I think that people don't think about their, that little bit of a weight that kind of weighs on you. If you can remove all of that. Yeah. Like years ago, we had all of our bills automated except for our water bill because our water company did not offer automation. That was the absolute worst. I had to yeah. like write it in my calendar. I had to make, I mean, it was a whole thing to make mm. sure I paid the water bill. Yeah. I, I mean, it, and it sounds, and I just, it's just crazy. Yeah. How I much think the big things is emotional what we automate. energy. The big bills. But I also Everyone. think for me is like the reoccurring things on my to-do list. So like, I know I'm going to check my emails. I know I got to respond to calls. I know I got to respond to texts. So what I do is I put reoccurring every day. So when I sit down at my desk and it says, Hey, today we're prioritizing execute is number one. So I'm prioritizing my to-do list. The second thing is always usually looking at my calendar, 30, 60, 90. And then it says to like respond to emails and texts. So that lets me know, Hey, go back, look at the emails you got yesterday. Look at the texts. Is anyone, is there anyone you need to respond to? So I think it's also automating your, your lists of things to go, Hey, this needs to be done daily. Just write it down once and hit reoccurring. When I think that that's good for like just helping you keep everything like you've created a habit of how you're going to do those things mm -hmm. because you do the same thing every single day mm -hmm. and you're making it easy. Yeah. Which I mean is what the whole chapter is about. Yeah. So if we automate things to encourage our habits, we follow through with these things because it's already scheduled. Mm -hmm. So with that said, um, we have, we have an action step tied to this last statement um, right here on this next statement that he makes. And it says this using technology to automate your habits is the most reliable and effective way to guarantee the right behavior. Mm -hmm. So he talks about using technology and that's where I said, Hey, there's some apps and technology that I'm sure that you use and I use. And I just wrote down mine real quick. I put Todoist. I just switched my, from Microsoft to do because Todoist is working better with my business and, mm -hmm. um, it takes my projects and it puts it into to-do list and then it emails me and puts it on my calendar. And then my mail, like I use that on my Mac, my phone, it's all connected. And then the, probably the biggest one that I didn't believe in is Google drive. Mm -hmm. Cause we share, we share drive the drive. And so Etiana, Jamie, and you get the notes. Yeah. But even in the other, the business world, if I do something for slab, I can send it to all of them and it's there and it lives online. It'll never get lost. Mm -hmm. Um, and then one of my favorites is ATB go. I wasn't oh, yeah. a believer in this. But you can just scan it yourself and then Love check that. out. I wish we had that at our HEB. Actually, it? wait a minute. Well, My HEB is, is your HEB now. now. Is, yes. <laughs> so there it is. Yeah. HEB. It's, it's the things that will make it easy. And you may have to learn a little bit. But, hey, I mean, I think if it can make it easier, yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. I think it's great. So recently we just had a guy that um, is old school, does a lot of paper stuff at a with a client. He keeps paper... Uh, um, what are they called? Invoices, all this stuff. And then he scans them in and then he, from his scan, he sends them from his phone to his email, from his email to his desktop, from his desktop, he uploads them. And I'm laughing because I know that his, his bosses are going to listen to this. So what's funny 
is I said, hey, man, I want to say his name so bad, but I said, hey, man, let me show you this thing called Google Drive. And he goes, oh, I know what that is. I just don't use it. I said, well, let me show you something. That inventory that you do, that sheet that you print every Sunday, that spreadsheet you print every Sunday. He goes, yeah, yeah, it's easy. Here it is. Here it is. And he keeps showing it to me. I said, I know. Did you know Google has spreadsheet? He goes, I don't use Drive. I said, well, let me show you. So I took it, showed him how to upload it. And he goes, oh, it's the same thing. I was like, yeah, it just lives online because if something happens in your computer, pull it up anywhere. And he goes, oh, man, and this was two weeks ago. And so we he's using it on Sunday. So we had a meeting this past Tuesday and we sit down and he is not technology driven. So we sat down and I said, yeah, we need a sheet of all the vendors. Like I just need a a vendor list of everyone we use at every location. And he goes, Hey man, I can do that. And I can upload it on drive. And everybody got quiet and goes, (laughs) he's using drive. I was like, yeah. And I sent a text to one of his owners and he said, he's using drive. I was like, yeah, he's all excited about drive. And I said, hey, man, can we show you TikTok? He goes, what's TikTok? <laughs> and I go, 15, 30-second videos. He goes, you freaking tell me, you mean to tell me that people are making videos with 30 seconds long or 15? I was like, yeah. He goes, well, he he used some colorful language. He goes, what the freak is that for? And I was like, and let me show you. And it's I showed him. Like, yeah. And he goes, why would we do that? And I said, I don't know. I said, but I think I saw you on one of them. He's like, wait, what do you mean? I was like, I'm just kidding, dude. But he is just not technology-driven. And showing him that, though, now he's seeing the repetitious of not having to print something every week, but using an online service to supply mm-hmm. the whole company with his inventory sheets. So Google Drive for the win. Yes, I like Google Drive. So um, this section is about making it simple, right? This whole section, we make it simple because when we do, things are learned quicker and we, be, we begin to make them a repetitious uh, cycle. But if it's difficult, then we're spinning our wheels and we won't do anything better and we won't want to create those habits. So, um, and he has that big list at the end of every chapter. Mm-hmm. He breaks down each section and that's at... Um, AtomicHabits.com slash cheat sheet. Cheat sheet he or cheat ev- sheets? Cheat Crap. sheet. I don't know if I put the S or the T. Cheat sheet. It's, che- it's a cheat sheet. Man, I just... Whatever. So let's let's move on to our action steps. So the action steps we have, like, first, you really have to determine what habits are making that you're making difficult. If it's not a habit, it's just an action that you should make better. Yeah. So determine those and write out a new plan. So what habits are just difficult? Yeah. Create a new path for it. Yeah, they're just not working. Also, like I really think about automating your life. I think that that is one of those things that. Sometimes people feel like it it takes time. It does take time to automate your life. It does take time to install those new things and get those, the list together. Or even if it's to automate all your bills, it does take time, but it is so worth it. It's like the 30, 60, 90. It takes a lot of upfront to do, but Mm -hmm. at some point you're just doing it weekly now and you're you're learning that your habit of looking at it and putting it on your schedule is, is there. Right, so, and yeah. it takes off like the the other pressure of missing something. So, and also I ask, you know, what do you need to do for two minutes to create a habit and reach a goal? Yeah, what like two minutes? Two yeah, minutes. two minutes. Like, pick something. What can you do for two minutes to reach a goal? Yeah. So whatever that is, I would. I think it's that habit that you've always wanted to do, but you just can't. Yeah. Just do it. Try to break it down in two minutes. Just yep. put your freaking shoes on yep. and go for a walk. Yeah, and then I think if you ask yourself, if you're a leader of an organization or a team, like how simple are you keeping things? And really go back and look at your systems and your processes. So yeah, determine your habits that are difficult, fix them, automate your life, 
do things in two minutes and as a leader check on your systems make sure they're simple <clears throat> yeah no doubt man it is the texas heat is it's you hot don't, they here. don't care about the texas heat most yeah it's burning up in the, in this room we need to okay hey, but we're, let's focus sheesh come on close um, it out here anyways guys <laughs> we uh we should have a couple more uh podcasts on this book um, but again, next week is going to be the fourth law, which is make it satisfying. Uh, make sure that you write down your action steps, knock those out. But as we close, I was told today that I say, this was funny. They, they said they cracked up the last two weeks cause they said you kept saying in closing and they thought that they were at an old, oh. I guess church. Yeah. <clears throat> I was like, I didn't say that. And I guess I did in the last two weeks, but okay. as we close, as our, we close, gosh, well, as we wrap up the podcast. There you go. As we wrap it up, uh, follow us on social media, Made For More Consulting, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We got some good stuff out there this past week. Etiana put the uh, wallpapers out. Yes. We can put that as a uh, little story. Uh, yeah. Look at that. She already They're had it there. done. Yeah. Son of a gun. They're so good. Legit. Uh, leave us a review. Same person that told me that I say... As we close, uh, in closing, they said that uh, they need to leave a review. So that is true. Yeah, leave a review. Um, I did get a blast as soon as we stopped recording last week. Um, I got a text on my phone that said, uh, "I should say I should just uh-huh. read the text. I can't read the text. Should I? Should I just put him on blast? No. And just say no. The exact text that this person said. He blasted mm-hmm. me for making fun of him and his." Mm-hmm. Uh, his food that he eats when he's in stressful situations. His drink choices. Yeah. Which is not alcoholic. It's no, just, yeah, no, it's yeah, not. It's ice cream. Um, and then buy some merch. Yeah. Made for more consulting.com. We got hats. T-shirts. We got t-shirts. Um, we got to sell these working on stickers. Man. I just know it. We're going we to get some stickers but, soon. But we got to get rid of some of this merch first. Yeah. Come on, people. Buy <clears> some t-shirts. Maybe we need to do a sale, like a flash sale. Let Bang Bang John John Bang Bang Evans like, come be like our auctioneer. He'd be good at that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyways, um, maybe we should get him to yeah. do a commercial for us. I think we should flash sell with Bang Bang Evans. You we got it. Well, guys, we're gonna wrap up. Uh, glad that you guys joined us. Please go back and listen to the uh, previous three podcasts on this book and listen to the first one. But remember, you exist for more. You're here to offer more. Don't ever give up. Every single one of us is made for more. We'll see you guys later. Bye, guys.